Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we would like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start off by giving a big shout out to all of my Patreon patrons out there. That's right, Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast has a Patreon for as little as five dollars a month. You can sign up and get access to over a hundred exclusive recordings that were made just for Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. And there's lost episodes, interviews with the hosts, lots of random stuff. It's pretty fun. We also have an amazing Facebook group. And if you sign on, you get your name read like these beautiful, intelligent, sexy people here. M. Lozier, William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Echebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Butter Cup, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev, Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. A huge thank you to all of them. Also, a big thank you to our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, send them to Lud Lamb Dramatics and they can... I was about to die. They can get all kinds of amazing posters and things for their classrooms. Go check it out at LudLambDramatics.com. All right, friends, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sound quality is getting better, but my mic was jacked up this time. So we'll be starting fresh soon. Enjoy. Cheers. All right, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Count Chocolate. Balls, I mean, hello, hello (laughs) from the chocolatey one. How we doing, folks? We're doing all right, and also with us today we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis, hey, folks. Oh, my friends, I'm happy to see you. We are so close. By the time this is coming out, this will be my last week of school. In fact, the day this comes out, I think I'll have like 48 hours left. And then I'll be off the clock because oh. I don't have anything that last Friday on, what is that, like, the, it feels really early. It's Friday the 15th. Mm. I'll, I'll be out of school by then. I'll be done. My kids have a half day. And Damn. then I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I think I'll try to be sober for most of it. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I think I want to take lots of walks because the weather right now is a little chilly. It's like in the 50s. And the sun is out at the same time. The pollen's not kicking my butt yet. And, there we go. I want. I like. I like the outside. It's like one brief period in Texas where the weather's not trying to kill you. I was gonna say this is our one like three week window in the year where the weather doesn't completely suck ass in one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. But with that, I don't know. I gotta start making plans for the break. I haven't lesson planned out my December yet. Usually, I'll sit down and figure out like the last three weeks, and just so I have that completely off my plate. I have a pretty vague idea. There's a story I like to do with my little kids called Froggy Gets Dressed. We'll do that one week, and next week might just be like how the Grinch stole Christmas, and that'll be our mm. you know, heavy-duty lesson plans there, friends. Heavy-duty right. lesson plans. But, Count, how do you wrap <laughs> up your – I mean, you're a counselor, so it's a little bit different for you. You're going to have lessons here, but I'm sure you have all kinds of end-of-year stuff 
I was talking to some school psychologists this week, mm -hmm. and the amount of stuff that they have to try to cram in in these two or three weeks, the meetings, the ARDs, the paperwork, FIE reports, all the stuff. Is that your life right now? Yeah, so part of that's my life. Um, when that when you go on break and that calendar year comes back as 2024, you must have reviewed some of those ARDs within that 2023 school year. Um, it feels like you still have time, but really you only have two weeks and then you're not there. Then you have to have an old committee there, um, whether it be an ARD review, 504 review. But for my district and where we are, grades have to be finalized before you go on break. And what that does from a counseling standpoint is as we are finalizing credits, transcript review, what did you earn for a semester? Are you still on track to graduate? But also the day you step foot back on campus, we have to have a plan in place in case you didn't pass the first semester of a course that's required for graduation. Mm -hmm. Could be US history, could be economics, any of those senior level courses you need to graduate. If you failed it because you didn't like your teacher, you, your teacher didn't like you, you overslept 17 times, you never you cheated anything. on your exam, whatever the reason is, we need a contingency plan because we still plan on getting you across the stage come May, June for graduation. But we have to have a plan in place for you to do that. So it becomes a, a logistical paper, well, a whole lot of paperwork, kind of a nightmare. Luckily, most of those college applications, like we just passed a December 1st deadline. That was a big deadline for students applying. And, and that part is slowed down, but there's always something that ramps up. And so it's going to be plans for graduation and, and awarding credit. And, and that's not always easy for students who either struggle academically or just have not, who have chosen to not attend school on a regular basis. Yeah, it's, it's not the chickens coming home to roost time yet, but you can see the horizon there. We got five months after this to get through. Mm -hmm. And not everyone can pull together a four months per semester shutdown in five months, or they just might not want to. It's impressive to see how we can derail plans, but um, <laughs> sometimes you need this. Sometimes this is like a, a, a swift kick in the pants, and It'll get you back in shape and get you in gear. So we'll hope for the best. Good. And Bunny, what about you? How do you plan on wrapping up your school year? Um, healing children off the wall. <laughs> and any day that we don't burn down the classroom goes in the win column. All right. Um, we're doing, I'm trying to do some of the more, what will hopefully be fun, you know, entertaining, or at least less stressful for them kind of projects. Um, this is, this is not my time period for my strictest grading. Um, we are getting through and we are doing what we need to do to make it to the break. And then we can come back and reboot in January. Yeah. I, I kind of feel a lot of this is wait until next year for more of the serious stuff and a lot of more of the serious issues because yeah. it's three weeks. Now you can accomplish a lot in three weeks. I'm yes. not saying you sure. cannot and I don't want to do that. But but I only see my kids once a week for what I'm doing. Mm. And so that means I'm only going to see them 30 times between Thanksgiving and the winter break. And already coming back from Thanksgiving break is already a bit of a wash because we have to get like, hey, you remember how we behave in school? I know you've been gone for a week, but uh -huh. remember, you've got to wake up, you got to be here, you got to pay attention, you can't just be an asshole. So that's part <laughs> of it. And then there's also like, oh, we only got two weeks left. Last week, everyone goes to assholes. But at least they're, I'm not seeing stuff in the news like 
don't ever show a video to your child in the month of December because <laughs> that means you're the worst teacher in the world. So today, speaking of messages, <laughs> we have a message from our message bag. Yes, Ooh. teacher needs to join the podcast. You can reach out to us. If you have something you want to say to us, hopefully positive and glowing, or just a question or something you'd like us to talk about, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. This one came from someone who wants to be called Tired Teacher. Tired Teacher says, Hello, all. I'm a teacher from Florida. I know, right? Uh -oh. Not the message you think it's going to be. Not about stupid legislation, I promise. Huh? Really love the podcast. Makes me feel like I was not alone in the weirdness that has been teaching the last few years. This year, our school has new principal. Our not our first admin change, but the first time we received a brand new principal. Mm. There have been changes every day since the first day of school. Lack of communication about said changes or any major thing on our campus. And our morale is at an all-time low since I've been at this school. Almost a decade. Oh. This week, they finally did something nice for the teacher teachers to thank us. Cereal breakfast. But the same day, the principal walked through classrooms with our curriculum specialist from the county and gave really bad feedback to our whole team and an email to everyone, not including the county person. Even though we are doing activities that were specifically provided in our county's resources, I feel really not valued as an educator, and it's been mentioned several times that they are fine with replacing teachers. I hate it when they do that. Gosh, that's the worst ever. Oh, that's, oh, that's I'm trying to stay positive and have voice concerns and possible solutions, and they have either gone unread or not responded to. Any idea where to go from here? Never have I ever thought about leaving my school because I love it there, but I hate going to work every day. Tired teacher. That's the worst. Yep. There's nothing worse than dreading going to work every day, the Sunday scaries, all of that stuff. It's it's hell that you have to go to one spot. And I, I see both my hosts have things they want to say about this. So I'm like, buddy, why don't you jump on first? I tired teacher, first of all, solidarity comrade. My heart goes out to you. Um that I was in that position last year where um mental health wise, it was not a good situation. And a lot of us teachers felt like we had targets on our back. You know, every time a particular admin walked by, we felt like we were going to get in trouble for something. Like it was just very stressful and not worth it. And my suggestion is, I mean, if you love where you're at, if you love things about where you're at, but it is causing you that much stress, there are other schools out there where you can be healthier. Um, I moved to a new campus this year and it has made all the difference in the world for my mental health. And I cannot stress strongly enough that if it costs you your sanity, it's too expensive to stay. Yeah. A hundred percent. Count. I echo those thoughts specifically because if you're dreading getting out of bed and going to the place that you're going to five days a week at a minimum, um, then it's not the best fit for you. I don't want to say something cliche like the grass is greener elsewhere, but there are other schools or campuses which you will not dread arriving to every day. Mm -hmm. And if you're arriving as a shadow of yourself and only a part of you arrives on campus with you and it's a struggle every day, that is a really good sign that at least at a minimum, take a look at what else is out there, what other opportunities can come by for you. Because I think that will kind of reciprocate in multiple facets of life, especially um, professionally. So it's 100. Please listen to this carefully. Go ahead and just see what else is out there. 
um, because when your admin is is not on their game and not having you feel valued, um, shame on them, but you feel the brunt of that. And yeah, let's find mm-hmm. something different. And especially if you have admin that's so callous to say, you know, you're replaceable. We can get other teachers in here. At that point, they don't care. They really, if they're saying that, I mean, I'm sure they're being flippant or whatever. Um, then you need to get out of there. You need to go find someone who does care if you're there. And if they ever try to pull me shit like, well, you need, what about the kids? Well, you know what? If you cared about the kids, you wouldn't treat me so shit. So I think I'm going to take out of here because you know what? There are schools that hire in January. I can guarantee you, I don't live in Florida, but I know Florida has a very similar, uh, let's see, educational environment that Texas Mm -hmm. does right Mm -hmm. now. I think there's a lot of similarities and parallels. And there's a shit ton of schools that are hiring. I could probably next week walk into a different classroom. Now, it might not be the best classroom. It might not be the ideal classroom. But if you need a change, it's there for you. And you can get it. And you don't need to vote yourself or beat yourself up about it. Bunny? Um, it's, it's this leading by fear thing. It's this, you know, you're replaceable, so you better get in line. Like, Y'all know me and my Maslow. Like, people do not work their, like, grown ass adults do not work our best. We do not do our best work when we are fearful. And if somebody is fearful about losing their job or mentally, like, dreading walking into the, you're you're not going to be performing your best. And so it's, your admin is either, like, ignorant of this and not, willing to listen or they know and they don't care and they're just willing and like you're so your choices are ignorant or callous at this point mm-hmm. neither of which is a good omen no and i feel a lot of people want to lead by example and how would they feel if you were treating the students in your classroom exactly. the same way you were being treated by your admin? Exactly. If you go in and just having different expectations of the kids every day and changing all the time, if you didn't communicate, hey, you know what? You're not supposed to have a water bottle on your table. It has to go in the cubby or it has to go under your desk or all these things. How do you expect them to, you know, do a good job if they don't know what's going on? And so mm-hmm. this, you are, you are a victim of shitty admin right now. And that yep. really sucks. You can hold your breath and hope that they learn their lessons by next year. But I, I don't know if that's going to happen. And really, you'll have a new admin next. So I feel jumping ship might be a good idea for you. If that's, It sounds like a horrible situation, tired teacher. And you don't need to be part of that. Because when you're defeated in the classroom, that means you're going home defeated. And I don't know what your after school mm-hmm. life is. I don't know if you have a family, if you have children, if you have a partner. Even if you just have pets, but you're definitely not giving your best to them because you're beat down and broken at the end of the day. You've mm-hmm. either yelled, you're mm-hmm. exhausted, maybe your jaw hurts because you've had to clench it for the last hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And your family doesn't deserve that part of you. Your pets don't deserve that part of you. If you live with your parents, they don't deserve that part of you. No one does. And if this job is making you be a lesser version of yourself, not even at work, but outside, you got to get rid of it. You have to. It's that was a turning point for me. I will say it was when I realized that my husband and my child were getting my leftovers That's that tough. I was so emotionally and physically drained and mentally drained when I came home that I had nothing left to give them. And that's not what I wanted for my child and 
the person that I love. Like if, I don't know, everybody's got a different breaking point and the right opportunity. I'm a big believer that the right perfect opportunity will come along when it's supposed to, but you've also got to be open to it when it does. So it, I would say it costs $0 to keep your options open and, you know, just scan the, scan the, the Facebook postings and things like that from time to time to see what, what else might be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, that, that dreading work every day. Um, and that, oh, I'm, I'm telling you, admin, poor admin, because kids are kids, but admin, like they, when they don't know how to treat people equitably, fairly, with the respect that you are worthy and deserving of, it's time to find an admin, or it's just, it's just time for a change. And hopefully you find something really good, um, whether it be mid-year, probably have to wait till the end of the year, but hopefully next fall when you're back in the classroom on a new campus, you're really excited about it and you're thriving in that new place. 100%. You deserve better. Everyone deserves better. I truly feel that everyone deserves to feel happy happy, as as long as it's not not the expense of other people. people. And it's really not that hard. Well, let me rephrase. It is that hard. It is not easy. (laughs) My God, it was easy. I would figure it out. I'd be taking medications. I wouldn't have to be running around. But I don't know. My view is I want to lead by example for my kids and my family. I want them to see me in positive relationships, having positive things, because I want them to do that. So I don't want to have to be an asshole to someone or be in a relationship or not hurting <laughs> someone or just whatever something's taxing. And the same goes for work. I don't want my children to model or see me model going to work and, you know, being miserable, slugging it through because, you know, we need the money. Things are tight. Holidays are coming. It's expensive. I can't just blow through it. Yeah. I don't want them to see me living in hell because you know what? I don't want my kids to do that. So I don't want them to think that's okay and that's mm-hmm. acceptable in the way that I should be. Now, now I don't work as a work, and you're going to work, but guess what? You don't have to be miserable. I think the idea that you know what? Work and marriage just suck. It's really marriage is hell. Work is hell. You just got to do through it. That, that's, that's not, not how life needs to be. And I think, I think that's, that's one of the good things, things to take away from millennials and Gen Z is that, you know, all the things you guys have been doing for the last 75 years, we don't want to do that. We don't necessarily want to work in the same company for 70 years to get a watch. But hey, no companies like you for 70 years, they don't want to get a watch more either. So. Hey, if they work for your school for five years, they might give you a pen. So yep. Yeah. yeah. Get, uh, school stationery. Yeah, school station. Yeah. A little notepad with a school logo on it. Oh, I got I got a pen when I did eight years of public school. I, I got it somewhere. Pen or pen? Yeah, school pen. Oh, number eight. okay. I remember getting a writing oh, pen. I lied, I lied. No, mine was like a pen, like a metal button type thing. Mm. And I, t- I lied. It was at five years. I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But they gave it to me a few years late. Wow. <laughs> they gave it to me on my seventh year. Oh, we forgot and so about you. So you get like a so. five year, a ten year. Well, it's because I was a specials teacher, and you know, you yeah. don't count. Woo! That's, That's why I don't work there anymore. There you go. Modeling a life. My God. I'm curious if my kids follow my life pattern because it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Would it be okay to tell my story about like a good admin? Please do. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> a couple weeks ago, um, I had a group of students come into my classroom and a kid was wearing a baseball cap. This is against the dress code. This has always been against the dress code. So this, I told the student, hey, you know, 
lose the cap. Well, how come? Because it's against the dress code. I've never heard of that before. My dude, it has always been like, this is not a new thing. And it turned into him and his friends, like yelling, arguing about it. And then other kids jumped in with, well, what about this rule? This rule is stupid too. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and yeah, I, I calmed him down. down. I was like, all right, y'all yelling at me does you no good because I don't make the rules. I don't have that kind of power. Um, well, then who does make the rules? Who, who makes the rules without dress code? I don't want to go talk to the principal. Oh, the principal doesn't do it either. Well, who does? To my knowledge, the school board, you know, since that's it's part of the student code of conduct, um, these children looked up the addresses, the email addresses for a couple of the school board members because that information is public yeah. record. Like, it's online, and they looked it up. And they were like, well, we're going to write to the school board and tell them we want to and so I was like, okay, just remember, if you are talking to somebody about something that you want taken seriously, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. And so we talked about, you know, being respectful and, you know, voicing your concerns in a polite way instead of just, this is stupid and you suck. Yeah. And you're old. Um, so anyway, I guess a couple of them like followed through on it because at the end of the day... My principal comes to me and was like, hey, um, so did, any, did you guys do a thing today with, like, writing to the school board? Like, can you tell me what happened here? School project. Um, and he wanted to know if it was, like, an assignment or something that we had done in class. And so I kind of said everything. Um, apparently, one of the school board members who received an email from a student got really bent out of shape about how disrespectful it was and wanted to know what the discipline consequences were going to be for this student. For emailing the school board? For emailing a school board member. How dare they? I'm going, A, my dude, if you are that thin-skinned that a snarky email from an 11-year-old <laughs> is going to get under your skin, why the hell are you involved in education in any anyway? Yeah. Because of past experiences, I freaked out and was like, holy shit, like I'm going to get called in front of the board and like fired for inciting an insurrection or something. Yeah. Um, but my admin was like, no, it was, a, it was a teachable moment. Like you were trying to educate them about how to, you know, the process and how to go about it. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I'm not in trouble. Like I wasn't in trouble with my admin. And then the next day, I got a really nice email from one of the other admins about, like, hey, I think you handled this really well. Thank you for teaching our students the correct way to. And I was like, uh, not only am I not getting in trouble, they saw what I was trying to do and they, like, validated me. And it's it was so completely like against what my last couple of years at my previous campus have been like mm. that I was just like, Oh, this is what it feels like to not be afraid of your bosses. This is what it feels like to not like, I don't have to have a panic attack. So yeah, there are good admins out there and our campus principal, this is his first year being a principal. Mm -hmm. Like even as a first year principal, you don't have to be stupid. You don't have to be, <laughs> you don't have to be like a rude person. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would say 
tired teacher or anybody else, if this gets left in, like, there are good admins out there, and you don't have to put up with the shitty ones. No, it's it's kind of nutty when you realize that. I, the best thing I can talk about is, so I was married for a long time, and my buddy Hal was married for a long time, and we both divorced uh, within about four or five years, completely unrelated for reasons why we got divorced. <laughs> but we both had similar experiences when we started dating other people, and he and I were talking. He's like, hey, I was dating this girl, and she just, like, we were hanging out, watching and she just, like, brought over a gift and started rubbing my shoulders. And I didn't know what to do because I'm not used to someone just being kind of nice and just giving me something and not having like an argument about it. It's like, oh, dude, your ex-wife hurt you, didn't she? And I'm like, I hugged him and patted his back. But it's that whole kind of like, you know, it doesn't have to be like this, right? Like, I, I get we're triggered and we're, but there are good admin out there. There are good schools. There are classrooms. But the thing is, they have to be built up. And it only takes a little while for someone to just completely knock down that Jenga tile with some bad admin or bad choices. Because even rough schools with rough populations can still be a good school if admin's willing to do the work, if the teachers are willing to do the work. And I know it comes to the parents too, but honestly, teachers and principals over the last 20 years have kind of evolved to not have to, not have to, but sometimes work around the parents. Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't, which your cow can speak to that a lot. But I don't know. There's hope out there. So don't give up. Yes. Go out there. Kiss some frogs and find a new prince. There you go. Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? What's up? We have a Patreon. Oh, good. Good. Love those. Love that story. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up for our Patreon through Patreon. And then you get access to all kinds of lost episodes, hidden episodes, interviews with the host, B-sides, cut stuff. You get to chat with us in our Facebook group. It's pretty awesome. And right now, there's over 100 different pieces of like audio entertainment on there. You could probably listen for several days straight and not run out. I don't know why you'd want to, but maybe you just love Bunny and my voice that much and Cal. So you should sign up for our Patreon, help support us. It also buys us little meals and snacks, so we enjoy it. So sign up and do it now! Thank you, patrons. We love you. Yeah, thank you for the Patreon. All right, my friends. Today, our two Would You Rather cards. Would you rather? Hmm. Let's get that one. (laughs) Would you rather... Have the Church of Scientology trying to ruin your life. Uh, Ooh, they're, they're pretty powerful. Or get unexpectedly beaten with a stale baguette by an Italian grandma. So, buddy, <laughs> I feel like this is a given because these don't really balance the same. Yeah. I, I feel like, buddy, you're not going to choose Scientology, are you? I, I, you know, my life has enough weird drama in it without involving a cult so yeah um i will i will take my one-time beating from what's the italian yes yes i was trying to think of like what the italian word i was like abuela no that's spanish Mm -hmm. um like i will i will take my my penance from the italian grandma and get it over with rather than having to worry about like being stalked forever i want to say it's no doubt or no me that sounds right, yeah. yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I feel like one of my families, they have their nose. Someone says Noni. Who's Noni? Okay, I'm sorry. Cal, are you going to have all Scientology against you or just take a whooping from a grandma with an Italian suit? Nah, bring, bring, bring it on, grandma. Yeah. Like, I feel like at some point, if it's stale, stale bread, once you get hit with it, it's going to crumble, right? So go ahead and whack me up. So, like, unsuspectingly, just take a whack at my backside and... and 
tell me you mistook me, mistook me for someone else or something <laughs> like that. But I don't, I don't need someone trying to ruin my life. I feel like, yeah, something cultish or something with, that's well funded. I probably I feel like did that's something. More work. I probably did something at some point to have it coming. So yeah. you know yeah. that she she learned what happened last time I tried to make spaghetti or something, and yeah. like I, I probably deserved it. That's right, Grandma. Most grandmothers shit hit that hard either. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a baguette. Yeah, you might teach in the south if. Right, bunny. You? Yeah, I don't. I don't need another nemesis in my life. I don't really have a nemesis. I don't want one. I don't want someone whose whole existence is to shut me down. Yeah. So no, no, I'll take the beating with a smile and grace, and then cry and go. I'm fine. It's okay. I'm good. It makes for a good story. Like the time that an Italian grandma beat me with a stale baguette. Like that's a great. That's that's the title of a podcast. Mm -hmm. Hey, no, but it's right at the time we're walking down the street and like, whoa, my granny just jumped out the line and started railing on you. What's your point? What's your point? Happens. It could have happened to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful break. Let's see. This one's coming out right before we go on break. There will still be one more before Christmas. Everyone out there. Well, first, count. Thank you for being here today. Hey, you know what? It is wonderful being here. It counted all the blessing. Thank you. And Ms. Bunny, it was wonderful being from you. It was a pleasure to be back, as always. As always. All my, all my friends, friends, take care of your mental health. Take care of everything. Deep breath, deep drinks. Cheers! All right, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I was Ellis, your host. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Count Chocolate and Bunny O'Hare. And all of you out there, please make sure you're taking care of yourselves. We love you and want you to keep listening. That way you can sign up for the Patreon at some point. Huzzah! Or, you know, help our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics, and buy some theater teachers. Buy some theater teachers? <laughs> we are prostitutes yet. Buy some posters for your theater teacher in your school or for yourself. All right, friends. Take care of yourselves. We'll be back next week. And I've got some plans. I might be putting this whole year, this whole year, and just take it off the public forum and put the whole year on the Patreon because honestly, there's been so many sound issues and I feel we're just now getting it you know, like resolved as the year starts. So this might end up being the lost year of Teacher Needs a Drink. Or I'm just tired after school and babbling. All right, friends, enjoy. Cheers.